move on to Fierro. Na. Uh, yeah, yeah. I should have given him a negative yeah, seven. Yeah, I, actually, I'm, I'm changing this rating to a negative seven. Dude. Okay. Bay Area, stand up and let's be heard. No more sitting in the shadows. We're known for our winning ways and not being the best. That just ain't for us. We're loud. We're proud. And we're unapologetic about it. So even when times are looking as dark as the black and blue we wear on our crest, we tell them that Goonies never say die. And when we're done shaking things up on the pitch, there's another shake coming. This is something that's been created by the people for the people. This is everything and anything San Jose Earthquakes related. This is Aftershock. Vamos San Jose. No, but definitely the, the best part of the game was like the the stadium just watching their stadium oh, dude, I know. like seeing a full stadium the tifu signs and then the last 15 minutes was so unbearable like i was just in the stands and like the the or i was watching in the i wasn't in the stands i was watching everyone in the stands with their phone like just like yeah. in unison going like this like that was the best part of the game <laughs> for me it makes i mean we just we just talked about it right before it makes us sad that they have better fans than us yeah, it's yeah, their yeah, first yeah, game ever ever yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 that is that is ridiculous you know we're just going to keep using the excuse of covid and limited capacity you know we we'll have it once. the tickets no, no the tickets are sold out for the classico so really yeah 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 so all 15 people will be in the stadium oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God. it's kind of embarrassing but i mean the game started off open-ended it was back and forth it was fun the first half was genuinely like i was enjoying the game it was a lot of fun and we just needed to make a couple changes we come out and we make no changes and then about the 60th minute or so i'm like okay we need a sub like they're starting to get a little edge we look tired about 10 minutes later we make a sub cal comes on which i think is good salinas comes on which i think is good i forget who they subbed out i think i think trophy should have stayed in but um yeah it was trophies and probably, um was it rios yeah rios rios, rios yeah. should have came off and then i think trophies probably should have stayed in wando should have came out yeah and then they um, subbed out was it um well no then they go Mendy? to a, or who no, was no no it? no then they go to a 442 yeah which made no sense to me because this was the first game all season we were i don't want to say dominating the midfield but weren't getting like destroyed in the midfield and we yeah. were actually playing through the midfield because i noticed that uh, Yule and Jutsen were playing much deeper. Mm -hmm. Or not Jutsen, uh, Rem uh, Remedy. And they weren't really the outlets as much, uh, which opened up space. And then Chofis was able to check a little bit more. And like he got on the ball a lot more this game. But like the big thing this game was they had Wando at left mid, but was also playing like a free roaming attacking. Yeah. The front four of the front three, except for Espinosa, were all told just like free roam. Yeah. And they all ended up going to Espinosa's side on the right. So it was like a four V one on the like whoever did the scouting report for this game, like watched Austin's last game and just went, The left back, you are trash. Yeah. <laughs> you Listen, are the bottom of my heart. You are trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was like we didn't care for Lima side. Like yeah. Paul Marie was making a million runs and was super open, played him like twice. Yeah. Um Jutsen and right back, like it, it made me feel more comfortable defensively because we just had another number there. But like, it limited the offense a bit, and also like he's just not a good like defender. Like the reason he's a good defender in the midfield is because he presses so hard. Yeah. Then he wins the ball through tackles, but like actual defending, his one on one defending yeah. was a little rocky. It was it was bad. Yeah. Oh well, my god, I, I, I'm dead serious. You're gonna love hearing this. For the first forty two minutes. I am dead serious when I say this. 
Flow did not win a single challenge oh, that came dude, his way. I was saving this for later. I I was gonna bring this up. So Every bad. single chance came from his side. It was so it bad. Was so bad. It was so bad. He lost three headers about every single 1v1 it was so bad i was cracking up when he got the yellow cards too i I don't even remember that that. yeah he uh but i don't even know at the end of the day overall their their lineup wasn't great and it's so frustrating that we can't get a single goal or no they had matt beezer who's damn near retired yeah nick lima who was playing right wing the whole game yeah and we had so much space in the middle. You brought this up. Trophies had so much space. Wando himself had a ton of space too. And it's and Espinosa actually performed today, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Or not today, but yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he had a good game. It's so ridiculous. We can't score. Well, we were just talking about this. Of our last five games, we've scored one. We're, goal. we're one and eight. We one have what we have we, we've scored one goal and we conceded. We conceded like seven and, or eight goals. And that one goal we scored was either in the fourth or fifth game from now and it was like in the opening minutes yeah and it was a game that we lost anyways obviously so we need to start getting results yeah yeah it was that was that was two drop points there without a doubt that's for sure but i think that it could have went the other way too we i was i want to go to an austin game dude that looked like it was like (laughs) they looked like they were having a great time i know dude it's so crazy man we need to get that atmosphere at the quake somehow yeah, uh, and for all of you that are watching, you can notice the the sets upgraded a little bit. We got, if uh, you saw on the Instagram, we got signed jerseys from Alanis Trophies and the legend himself, Fierro, Carlos Fierro. Yeah, the look seven, how big his seven is. <laughs> I know, <laughs> Jesus. And then we uh, we got a framed photo of us and Tommy Thompson right here. Hopefully, one day he can sign it. Uh, I think I'm going to the Classico. I'm, I'm just going to scream, Tommy, sign He's going to be like. And then uh, we got some, like, they hand these out to the games. They're like little player cards. I don't know if you've ever been there. But when uh, it was like a meeting and greet for the players, like a show, like a, yeah, Alanis and Fiero were there right away. And, like, Trophies was there for a little bit and then disappeared for, like, an hour and a half and then, like, came back. And then, like, when I asked for, like, his little thing, he was like, uh, uh here. <laughs> like, yeah, I oh, and I, and I finally found out, like, why Firo, like, is either starting every game or making it into the substitution every game. Why? Um, his girlfriend is a dime piece. She was just... How? She, how, the, how does he secure the, that? The, <laughs> the, 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 there was an... Uh, Alanis' girlfriend was there, too. She was very good looking. But, like, yeah, no, she... Yeah, that definitely... Almeida's... There's something there. That's my guess. Firo's got to be like yeah. some secret billionaire, man. There's yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah. That was, we're going to need to edit that. But <laughs> um, yeah, that the game was, again, it was fun. We need to make changes. We, we, the 4 4 2 didn't make sense to me because we were bossing the midfield. And then after that, it just got worse. At that point, it looked like we were just praying for a tie in a game we should be winning. And I'm just like, oh my God. And then when Marie went hurt, we had to move Salinas back, and which hurt because I thought Salinas was adding like attacking to the left side, which we weren't having because Wando was coming all the way over. Yeah. So it was like we look like we were about to score. Marie goes down, and then the greatest substitution I've seen in my life when you need energy, creativity, <laughs> attacking. <laughs> and right. yeah, yeah. Carlos Fierro comes on, moves Salinas to left back. 
first play of the game, Salinas gets beat one-on-one, and then we get the ball out to Firo, who tries going one-on-one with the defender and dribbles the ball out of bounds for his first touch of the play. And that just just, summarized their performance. I just want to bring this up. So, right, we're filming this on Tuesday. And in the mornings, you know, I... Monday, Monday. Monday, sorry. (laughs) I turn on the TV, you know. I I think to myself, oh, what's on? I watch the Euros, right? I watch Belgium play. I watch Eden Hazard play in the morning. And then later I go and watch the recording of the Earthquakes (laughs) and I watch Fiero play. And I'm like, what is this? So bad, man. Oh, oh my god. god. It's, br- it's It was it was brutal. It was that last 20 Oh my god, and then we were were tied looking for a goal and we subbed Tommy Thompson on, which I think should have been done earlier. And I'm like, "Okay, we're subbing him in for I don't remember who it was. That might have been Wando. That might have been I can't Rios. Remember. I think it was Wando. I think it was Wando. Yeah. I think it was Wando. Who was playing attacking mid at the time. And I'm like, "Okay, let's put Tommy at attacking mid." You know, the guy who was the first ever homegrown signing because he was an elite attacking midfielder, and we've kind of converted him to a right back. Let's just throw him there. We have Jutsen back already. Add a little creativity to the lineup. We move him to right back, which, okay. Yeah. I understand. But then we put Jutsen at attacking mid. Yeah. Which I understand, like, maybe he has high press, but he just played 80-odd minutes. He's gassed. Like, he doesn't have the same work rate. Move him to defensive mid. Move Yule up the pitch so we can get creativity from someone. Or... Move Tommy Thompson up there, or sub in Haji, sub in Kikanovich, sub in someone bringing an attacking threat. Like yeah. it was so unbelievably frustrating the decisions we were making, and I thought the tactics weren't working of just overloading the right side. Like we should have used the left more. I, it was helping a bit, but I don't think it was as effective as we thought. But I'm perfectly fine with it. we have a game plan. Let's stick to it. Come out at halftime, do the same thing. But then it was like as if. There was a roulette wheel on who was going to be subbed and what they were going to do in the formation before, like every five minutes from the 75th minute on. And we just spun it and we're like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. It, it was so confusing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I thought overall we played okay. I thought going forward we looked all right. It was nice to see that we created some chances, but we got to take those chances if we want to get points. I think I'm a little less critical of this performance as you are, but still. I know. We, I thought you were going to. Because I watched the game live, I didn't think, and I'm it was like, that "Oh, Joseph, oh, we're gonna we're gonna jump on this." Like, yeah, I didn't think it was that that bad, but I, I think I was just like, it was. I was expecting a win, and I was just so frustrated, yeah. and just like the final 15 minutes were bad. Well, yeah, you texted me how bad we were, and I was like going into the yeah, game yeah. with terrible expectations. No, 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 the first half was genuinely fun. Like, I, I like the first yeah. half was like, I really, I'm like, oh, I missed the quakes. This two weeks sucks. Like, blah blah blah. Oh, the beginning of the second half, I'm like, okay, this is still all right. As soon as the subs, uh, like the second round of substitutions, halfway through the first round of substitution, I'm like, what? I was just getting so frustrated. Yeah, yeah. I don't know though. Yeah, I mean, we've got a tough game tomorrow against Orlando. Oh, we're gonna get. Yeah, we'll probably, talk about that later. Gonna we're gonna. We're, we're, yeah, we'll talk about that. Let's go to the player ratings. All right. Well. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. JT. Six. Also, I just trashed him, and now I'm about to give him some high-ass ratings. Yeah, <laughs> JT, 6.8 out of 10, much better from last week's performances. Did not have to deal with much, but looked more convincing and solid in his few moments. Yeah, he had a couple really big saves, actually. Yeah, yeah. And he held on to the, the ball. Dive. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. held on to the ball. Or if he did drop so it, it was just, like, right in front oh, of yeah. him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I thought, overall, this 
It, it looked good. It looked like I felt like yeah. It's what you needed from a keeper, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think maybe he was, I almost gave him a seven, and I'm just like, God, the standard he, is so low. Like, he might have been our best player. I'm not sure. Um, him and Espinosa were close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was Espinosa, but then he was the second best. Yeah. And then Cal was probably the third. Mm, I don't know. He that, that's how poorly I rated we'll, everyone else. We'll, yeah, 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 yeah. Gets it. All right, then Marie, 6.4 out of 10, did well to find space and to get open. Unfortunately, the team struggled to find him. He did get forward a lot, actually, and I thought that was good because he has that ability to cut in on his right from the left-back position, which I like. It almost was like we were playing a three-back with Judson kind of not going up, and then Marie was getting going very high. Yeah. I noticed like it, it, t- but they wouldn't like spread out like three evenly. It would be like they would be in their spot, and then Judson would be a little more tucked in. Yeah, and then Marie just had the freedom to go. Yeah, up well, and down. I, th- I think why that happened was because Austin played super direct. They didn't really possess it around that much, and so we didn't really have to worry too much about a ton of numbers on their attack, and we could just kind of sit back <laughs> with Alanis and Youngworth. You know, it's a bad game when uh, when we're possessing. Oh yeah, seriously. <laughs> But yeah, no, Austin barely possessed in our half from what I could remember. The yeah. only time they settled down was when they had like a set piece or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, then moving on. Youngworth, 6.3 out of 10. That's too high. Yeah. May have possibly been beaten on every single challenge that came his way, whether it was a head or a one-on-one for almost the entire first 40 minutes. On offense, he would start most attacks and distribute a lot of balls early on. You already brought this up. I'm yeah, not kidding. Yeah. I was, was just so in my head as I was watching all these challenges, and he lost like five headers in our box. Yeah, I was just thinking to myself, yeah. "Oh, this is gonna be good." I I, 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 I looked at this. I don't remember the stat, but I looked at halftime. He had like 23 passes completed or something out of like 25 or something. Like he had the most passes completed out yeah. of our. I, I butchered that stat a little bit, but like. He had a lot of passes completed. Like, yeah, it's just he lost. The oh, defensively, aerial, he did not. Nothing, aerial nothing. duels. Yeah, I'm was, pretty sure he lost everything. Most of everything. Them. It was bad. Yeah, it was poor. All right, then move on to Alani. Six point seven out of ten. Yeah, he probably deserves that. Did not see much of him, but whenever you did, it seemed he was stopping an attack from Austin. Great job connecting on quarters. Yeah, he had a couple threatening headers in the end. He also had a couple good sliding tackles in our defensive third. I thought he played well. He was yeah. definitely better than Youngwood, yeah. but I don't know. That's kind of a given at this point. All right, then we move on to Judson. Six point six out of ten. He brought some liveliness and good pressure to the right back position that we have not seen thus far this season. However, it was shown his style of defending is best suited in the middle of the park. There was a bit of a drop in the offensive productivity from this, but the defense surely was largely increased. I'll say what I did like about Jutsen, like even though we were saying he did get beat a lot and he's better defensively in the middle, is he would step to the player. Like he would, and he wouldn't give him like space to cross, or like he was a lot close, like he was like closer to them versus being like twenty feet back, being like, "Oh, I'm defending because I'm yeah. in a stance." Like, yeah, I thought I thought he actually put in a good shift. I mean, ideally, you'd probably want a right back there, but you know, yeah, he he didn't do that. Bad. I'd like to see him as center back, honestly, if Beeson or Alan Easer hurt instead of a young one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Then Ewell, 6.6 out of 10. Both holding mids were much deeper than usual today, and the offense did not utilize them like usual. 
both also made a lot of recovery runs for their teammates when they were caught out of position. Yeah, I mean, I really didn't notice him for most of the first half or anything. Yeah. I did notice him at the very end of the game a few times in, like, the last 20 minutes. He did push up a little bit more mm -hmm. and get more involved in the attack, which I think was good because yeah, at, at that point, it. Remedy and uh, Judson had pushed into the middle mm -hmm. and gave him a little bit more of a free roam. But, yeah, I mean, I think we need to score more goals. Yeah. And, and as I, our attacking midfielder kind of guy in the center, you got to. Yeah, I, and I said the same thing for Remedy, uh, except I gave him a 6.5 versus 6.6 just because I feel like he was giving away a lot of fouls. Yeah. So, and he got a yellow, I believe, or just he gave looked, away a couple free kicks. I'll just say this, dude. He looked tired at the end again. Yeah, well, he's running hard. I don't blame him. He's running hard every game. Like, give him a rotation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't understand. I. And we move on to Andy Rios. This was generous. This was six out of ten. <laughs> Every couple of minutes, he would check for the ball, and one time it back to who played him, and then disappear again for a few minutes. That's all you put. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, actually, he was okay in the build up at points. I, However, I, I mean, I don't. He, I didn't see him. I mean, I thought a couple of times he. I think he, he touched the ball four times, and every single time it was. Check to the ball and then played immediately back to whoever I just played. Yeah, he needs to get more involved. When you're a striker, you got to score somehow, and that wasn't good enough. Okay. Trophy 6.9 out of 10 did a better job of trying to get involved early on, and most of the dangerous attacks ran through him. Yeah, he played well. He had that shot in the very beginning that was just, went just wide. wide. Yeah. And he had a couple other opportunities. Well, it's distributing where... and you're just making smart choices. I literally think every like time I was like, <gasps> or like you're kind of jumping out of your seat, it was like from a ball through him or a play that started with him. Yeah, he had a ton of more space this game. And I think that allowed him yeah, to yeah, do yeah. more. The Austin midfield wasn't very good. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. I don't know how he didn't score. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But at least it gave him a chance to, you know, really impose his personality on the game. Yeah, exactly. All right, then we move on to Espinosa. 7.2 out of 10. The game plan was really set up to help get him the ball early and as often as possible, and it was a good option for the opening minutes. He was starting to uh, show us glimpses of the Espinosa of uh, last season, that's for sure. Um, I thought that he was definitely our most threatening player, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, he had that one shot that went off the post in the beginning, but mm -hmm. he also, I mean, I think the left back was super slow. He paced him yeah, like 20 yeah. times <laughs> yeah. down the right, yeah, but, yeah. but he just found the ball in space and he put in a couple good crosses and yeah, I, I, I think it was good for his, uh, for his confidence. Yeah, exactly. It looked like he was starting to feel confident. It looked like we were trying to feed him. Yeah. And, uh, I like to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Towards the end, like when he was a little bit more tired, it was like a little annoying because he was just shooting or just going like one direction, like like deer in a headlight, like not looking up. Yeah. But I was fine with it, like overall. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we need more of that. All right, I'll move on to Wando, 6.3 out of 10. I don't know how he gets that high. <laughs> he was free roaming and collected the ball well, but it was in spurts. And I would have liked to see him uh, cause more problems to their back line on offense. I mean, yeah, that's what a striker did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Did like... It, he would help overload the midfield and like he would find good spots and like a couple times he did have like a good switch or a good play but again it was so few and far between and then wando's best attribute is annoying the center backs just yeah. disappearing floating in the box like he had the one chance that it sucked because he took the shot and then it rebounded and then we yeah. couldn't get on the end of it i wish someone else took the shot because i know he would have been there for the oh rebound. yeah that <laughs> left footed strike yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
I was cracking up, dude. This is kind of irrelevant, but when he got the ball in that one-on-one situation out by the corner, and he just oh kind of fell Oh, my over. God. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was him versus Lima. Lima. He, <laughs> yeah. he tried doing a scoop churn, and I'm just like, <laughs> look like me. You're not that guy. Not yeah, that guy. Yeah. You're, not, hey, you're not that guy, pal. You're not. <laughs> you then, you think you are? I oh, am. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was so funny, dude. Okay, then we move on to Salinas. Great presence up top when he was brought in. When Marie went down and he had to be subbed to defense, uh, he played well. Yeah, I thought Salinas played well. And uh, when he moved to left back, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. But going forward, he looked really good. He looked. Yeah. He was yeah, yeah. dribbling at the defenders, and I still don't know how he didn't score. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, I guess Lopez and all these other players must be injured still or something because I fear I just Fierro getting it. I I couldn't believe it. I can't wait to get to Fierro. Okay. <laughs> Cowell, um, he has a great presence, and uh, you wonder why he did not get the start for the game. Yeah, I, I, I'm not really sure why. Well, they Rios played him. Out, yeah, they played Wando him. Out, started maybe to rest him, but I mean, he's 17. It's been a like, few weeks too, so I'm yeah, not I, sure. I don't know, but like, we just relied to playing over him over the top, or like he, we just kept finding him. Like, and then he had that one shot. And then, yeah. oh my god, that one pass to Fiero, who, and then he decided to just pass it to the goalkeeper he, he on that shot. Dude, I... I'd rather have Cowell have shot it. I can't maybe. believe Cowell didn't shoot it on his left. I don't think he wanted to shoot with his yeah, left. Not, uh, yeah, it was... He, as I mean, a, Fierro should have done better with the shot. I mean, it was okay. As a striker, you've got to hit that with your left, though. That's yeah. ridiculous. Um, But overall, I think he did all right. Okay, and then we move on to Fierro. And a uh, yeah yeah I should have given him a negative yeah, seven. I, I, actually, I'm I'm changing this range to a negative seven. Dude, okay, he continuously turned the ball over and had low to no energy in very few minutes. Yeah, his first contribution was a really it, good it, with a lot of bounce. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he beat the defender and, and then he beat the line and, and then, then he beat the fans by then, running. And then he and then he went back on defense. I don't think he sprinted once. I literally think he, he looked like he just played a ninety and they were a hundred twentieth minute. Like I, I couldn't believe it. I don't even know what to say about Piero. It's just, what's the point? I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't I know. Believe it. When is he going to score? That is my question. Yeah. All right, I'll move on to Thompson. And not too much to say. He didn't. Really I didn't see him. Too I, 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 don't, I don't. I remember him subbing in, being like, "Yes." Yeah, and then I remember seeing him go to right back and Judson go to attacking mid. And then I just never saw him. I again. remember he switched the field a couple times, but other than that, nothing really impactful. Yeah. But overall, I mean, just to recap, we've got to find a way to score. I think that's the biggest takeaway. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. One in five. Yeah. Like, I, I mean. On we started de- off so hot, too. Yeah. On defense, I mean, we looked okay. I mean, we made some mistakes. But I know, JJ's looking better. Yeah. Alanis is looking good. Marie's looking solid. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I mean. That right side needs work. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. But at the end of the day, I mean, we didn't concede and. Now the problem is how are we going to score? That's, I mean, you can't win if you don't score, obviously. So Yeah, and we're about to play Orlando, who I believe is like second or third in the East. We're probably going to get yeah, worse. We're, no, we're going to – I, I, I want to lose by less than three. That is my goal for the week. If we get a tie, that'd be huge, honestly. They have Nanny, who has been yeah. great. They just got Daryl DK back, who we are, Dyke, yeah, yeah. we are both huge fans of. He's a I hope he plays. I'd like to – as I would my, love oh my to god, see he him would. On Worth, oh my god, he will light Youngworth up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I don't want to see that. Actually, I hope he doesn't play. He will light that side. Him up. on Fiero. Yeah. 
Oh my god, na- it's gonna be Nanny on it's gonna be Nanny and DK versus Young Worth. Dude, Nanny on the left side against Young Worth is going to be nasty, dude. He plays in the Premier League against <laughs> players like Ashley Cole and John Terry, <laughs> and then he goes up and sees, He's not ready for the flow, Meister. He's not ready for the flow. Oh, uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a good laugh oh tomorrow. Oh my god, dude. I, um, I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to watch it. Yeah, I was I was so mad. I I literally am glad we did this podcast two or three days later so I could calm down. I was so mad with the final 15 minutes. I literally was, I was like texting Jacob. I almost texted Jacob, we need to find a new team. Or something like, we like we deserve better. It's like, as San Jose fans, that was a disgrace. Like, we deserve better. We've been loyal. We have seen so many rough things. And this has been, for this to be considered a great year, yeah, it is compared to usual. But like, come on. Yeah, Come I mean, it, it just, it's just a return to what we said at the beginning, right? We, we started off hot, and then we said, okay, we got to keep this going. We can't have a big losing streak out of nowhere yeah. like in the past, and here we are, right? Yeah, so, so for the lineups, uh, I made one this week, and I was – for those listening, I originally was just going to put 11 in the back since we don't care to score anyways. Might as well just not concede, you know? We're not gonna if we don't want to score, no point of putting people at the top. But I decided to go with a four three three, and I, I think that we just need a change of um, personnel, and I, I think it would just help if we got some new faces in. So uh, here's how I have us lining up. I got a four three three, and goal. I think we should have Crazy George, just wild man, very sporadic, energetic, really would lead and yell at his line. Uh, in left back, I have Fierro. Since he can't score, I think that we should just tell him to play offense. Yeah. That way, and I think we'll be great. Uh, Rio, same scenario. That left side, blocked down. If we just <laughs> tell both of them to play offense, lock down. Uh, I got the ultras at the right center back because I've never seen anyone defend something better and something that's impossible to defend at times. So I got the ultras locking down that right center back. And then we got Tectonic Plate. Shout out Shout you guys. Out other boys. Yeah, other podcast crew. Um, yeah, it's gotta be rough. They're, they gotta be high. You gotta have a lot of energy and work to do this. So them bombing up and down the wing would be great. I think that defense is okay. Oh, sorry. I got a, I got a diamond. I changed it to a diamond last minute Four, one, two, one, two. Uh, a defensive mid, I got Quasicus Mascoticus, um, named it quite fit or Q the mascot, big presence in the midfield really could lock it down. Defensive big wins headers, got a giant skull. I think would really hold down the middle of the pitch. Uh, and then I got Jacob Edwards over here on the right side. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> midfield is best position, you know. Energetic, just anyone at this point. We, ne- we never play through the midfield anyway, so might as well put Literally anyone Literally anyone can yeah, play yeah. that slot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we have Daniel Slayton, uh, the female um, commentator. Play- yeah, yeah, commentator. Uh, she's always a good – she she knows what she's talking about when she they go, her, they go to her. So you I know, figured you know, my favorite pitch. thing about her is she's she's uh, willing to criticize Fierro. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. Thing. No, no, <laughs> she always says, I wonder why the Quakes are doing this. Uh, girl, I agree. I don't know. I agree. <laughs> I don't she's know spinning either. facts. Let's get her on the pro. So I want her in there. I think she's speaking for the club. Get her in there. Uh, and then up top, we need a little more creativity and something that could dish stuff out. So I got E40 at the attacking <laughs> midfield, you know, spit a verse. And then I believe our top goal scorer of the last two seasons, uh, Daniel Vega. I got him at <laughs> Many of them first... are own goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I got him at striker, so I'm just going to tell him to play defense for them. And then I put myself up top Clunk because if we're not – Yeah, yeah, if we're not – well, with my – first off, my pace. No one's going to outpace me. 
<laughs> and then my size, no one's going to outheader me. So, and then, you know, it's not like we're scoring goals anyway, so I might as well put anyone up there. So I mean, you can literally do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I, as long as I get one shot on target, I'm already, like, up there. Better than Rios. So, yeah, I think that I think that is the lineup that could possibly – we don't have to do this for Orlando, but I think for the Classico, this would especially be great. I think we'd actually probably have a better chance of winning. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah, no, the um, – we're both, or at least I'm frustrated with the last week's performance. So, but yeah, it's... you know, we, we've we've got a lot of games left in the season. Hopefully, we can uh, turn up the heat a little bit again because it's just getting ridiculous. We we can't only score one in five. It's just too bad. Yeah, and then we got three questions this week from Steve from two nine yeah two three nine one yeah who's that? Uh, sounds like a dad. Yeah. Uh, hashtag ask aftershock. How many more games will Wando start, preventing other young talent to develop? The team needs to move on after this season to get relieve or to relieve the salary challenges and get newer talents in place. How Steve, many, Steve, let's ask Steve you, talking yeah. facts. He's uh, not not having it. I mean, I think there's an obvious answer to this question. The, the answer is he's starting pretty much every game from here on out. Almeida, for some reason, loves him. I understand he's the captain, but. So no, this this comment is like exactly right. What what do we have to do to get Wando off the payroll? He's he's just sucking it all up, right? I think he's at what six, seven, eight hundred thousand or something. Eight, eight twenty three or something. Like it's that. it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, we need to get a, a striker that's young and who could get us goals. I don't know when Wando scored. When's the last time he scored? Like one of the first weeks, and no. it's been a while. And you know, he missed the penalty a few weeks ago. We already memed the heck out of that. Yeah, but, I think. I think he does bring a presence to the locker room, and I think he is a viable option for the final 20, 30 minutes if you're down a goal. But for $800,000 when a million dollars is like the highest paid it's player like, almost. That's probably like 30% of our budget, yeah. 40% and of our on budget. on a poor team, it's, it's – I don't know how much of a presence he really can be making in the locker room at that point. Yeah, well, so, I, mean, I think you bring up the point, right? He's a good person to bring in and just try to nick a goal. But he's not the go-to guy. He's not the one the, – the, he's not the first string striker you want to have, right? Yeah. I think we've got to ex- look around in the market for some striker that can provide us with some goals. It's, yeah. it's not good. And then his next question, will the Earthquakes win another game this season? <laughs> uh, so if we go back two or three weeks ago when uh, James asked – how we thought we were going to do. I said we had the potential for a second place finish. Yeah, you remember <laughs> and, when I said and, you're crazy? I, I said we had the potential. I didn't think we were going to yeah, actually do yeah, it. Yeah. Um, my answer to that, or actually you go first because I, I already know my answer to that. I don't think it will be tomorrow. <laughs> I don't think it will be this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a couple weeks, but look, I mean, we we need to we need to find a way to win. It's, it's not good. Hopefully, once we return home for some games that – at PayPal Park, we can get something going because this away run is not helping us, that's for sure. My answer is a uh, broken clock is right twice a day. So, you know, <laughs> bound to happen. I mean, uh, bound to find I a mean, way. I, I don't even know what teams we could beat at this point. I'm not, if we can't beat Austin, uh, 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 let's uh, hope we play Dallas again. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then who yeah, is yeah. this? Steve2391. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's that? <laughs> yeah. Shout out. <laughs> Mr. Edwards. All right. Hashtag ask aftershock. Is Fear the greatest Quakes player of all time? I'll 
I'll take. I'll take okay, it. I'll let you. I'll let <laughs> you. Me, uh, this one. Carlos Fierro is not only the greatest Quake player of all time, but I would argue he is the goat, the greatest player of all time, the greatest athlete of all time, the greatest anything of all, the goat of goats. I believe he is not, I don't even think he's just only the nominee for the Ballon d'Or <laughs> this year. I think he's going to win it. I think Mexico or wherever he's from, or I think he's Mexican. Yeah. They call him up for that game versus the U.S. They're beating us in Colorado. <laughs> we were lucky he didn't play. <laughs> I think this is a world talent. I think we've been expo- when you know when David Beckham came over and they're like, this is exposing real soccer to the youth. This is exposing real soccer. It's inspiring those around him. And I don't think I've ever seen anything better. Than I'm, I'm so sad because I realize I'm never going to see anything greater than this. And I'm experiencing peak performance week in and week out. I'm just sad because he's going to leave us someday when he's 35 years it, old. It's, and... I'm just lucky I was born the same time as him. To it's, watch him it's play, a joy to watch, and to be in my city, and to watch him play, and run up that, to walk up and down that left wing, <laughs> that and score that a, many goals. It's I've never seen anything like it. I'm gonna be honest. It's I'm glad he wears the number seven for us because it really. I think he should be wearing the number ten, honestly. But seven makes sense because the creativity, the pace, the everything. It's Ronaldo. <laughs> Inspired by Hero. Inspired by Hero. Get off my team. Get off my team.